Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Steel Yogi Podcast. It has been just a little bit, but I have really been busy in 2023 just trying to, um, you know, do things that I've been scared to do for so long. Um, so this episode, I was actually going to name it um, Letting Go of Fear, because that is something that is very new for me and something that I didn't plan on being able to do, but... I have, and it's been really nice to just kind of jump in and just start having fun with life. Um, In one of my previous episodes, I figured out that, honestly, it's so easy. (laughs) You know, what we're put on this earth is to find passion and joy. It is that simple. It is not even, you know, as complicated as we try to make it seem. But we're here, yes, to learn lessons, yes, to grow, you know, there's a purpose for us, um, but it really all boils down to just finding joy. And that is one thing about God, you know, once you really figure everything out is that God is love, unconditional love. And that's just something that, you know, I really didn't think about before. So for this episode, letting go of fear, just, I kind of wanted to give you a little background about um, why I decided to, um, focus on this topic because this year I've been trying to make my goals, you know, just be happy, joyous, do everything I want to do, just enjoy life, you know, and it's a crazy world out there. (laughs) So that can be difficult at times, but I've been trying to ignore the noise and focus on my peace, my yoga, my meditation, um, And so far, it has been working. Um, I'm not saying it's been perfect, but I've been having a good year so far. But we are only in March, so (laughs) I'm not going to, you know, judging from the past couple of years, I'm not going to, you know, um, make any assumptions. (laughs) So taking a look at my notes here, I know I always talk about, oh, well, I don't ever stick to my script. So this one, I just wanted to take a couple of notes that I could um, go over. Um, One thing that I have been noticing lately in my yoga and meditation is just this overwhelming feeling of gratitude. And that's just been hitting me all the time, which I love. That's something I've never felt before. And it's just something that's happening to me. Um, Even sometimes during a meditation or a yoga, I just feel just this gratitude come over me. And I'm just so thankful that I'm able to practice yoga, that I'm healthy enough to, that this is something I've been able to find in my life because it has really helped me with my anxiety and my overall health. Um, so I just do feel grateful. And I ran across, um, it's like this little inspirational page <laughs> the other day on Instagram. And they had this little meme up there that was just beautiful. And um, it was just basically... Uh, I think I was trying to save space on my phone and I erased it, but it was such a simple and easy quote. It was just literally this picture of flowers and said that, you know, once you find gratitude, um, that is what's going to help you find joy. You know, joy comes from finding the gratitude of all the things you're grateful for in life. So that was just a little tidbit that I wanted to share with you because that's something interesting um, that... I was just going to say in my past life, I guess my previous 
myself before my spiritual awakening, um, I just feel like gratitude was never really on the top of my mind. I feel like you always hear that in church or, um, you know, you got to be grateful, gratitude. Um, and I have learned, you know, some good life lessons, you know, like if you're really feeling down or in the dumps, the best medicine for that is literally to go serve somebody, go help somebody. And that really does work. Um, but you know, you always hear, oh, you should be grateful, 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 pray, you know, give thanks. Um, but it was just interesting for just it to come naturally and just for my body to just like have this overwhelming, you know, sensation of it. Um, that was just been different. So I just wanted to share that. It's just, it was a nice transition. Um, so like I said, this world is just changing so fast and I just, sometimes I get scared to do this podcast. I don't even have really a lot of followers or plays, you know, I'm not one of those people who, oh, I'm just looking to, um, even make money with this. Like, I just want to maybe give a different perspective, you know, kind of from somebody who just really had no background in the spiritual realm at all and just kind of got tossed into it um and like a fast track like (laughs) within six months it's like totally different life you know like I just don't even sometimes I can't even like really remember you know before that but so I do feel like sometimes my throat chakra is always blocked and I don't know that's one of the ones I'm working on I have you know done some beautiful meditations where I really feel it's vibrant I feel it open and I can express myself um another problem that people have when their throat chakra is blocked sometimes you know alcohol is not good for that so and that's something I've totally given up um it just doesn't serve me anymore and it just I don't like the way it makes me feel and I just feel like uh I mean it's If I could have given that up a long time ago in my life, you know, things would be different. But I needed to learn everything I learned. So I guess not. I guess I had to go through those those troubles. Um, So part of letting go of fear is I've just been kind of jumping into things. (laughs) So just this past month even has been pretty insane. So I'm just going to start with all the things that I've been getting into. So last month I went on the most amazing yoga retreat. It was about an hour. I think we went north of Chicago. So I flew into Chicago O'Hare airport. I met my sister. She came from Omaha and we just kind of walked around. We didn't have a lot of time, um, but we were able to explore the city a little bit um, downtown, try some real authentic Chicago deep dish pizza, which was amazing. And I think we went to a place called Giordano's. Um, so they were pretty good. We just asked the locals in a little coffee shop where we should go. Um, but it was just so much fun connecting with her. We just never really get that chance. Even talking on the phone is sometimes it's so hard. You know, I work full time. I've got three kids. She works full time. She's, um, got a beautiful son. And so there's just not enough time, but it was so amazing just to rent a car and, we, most importantly, we went to Target. We got to shop a little bit. I underestimated how cold it was going to be there, so we had to get a couple more layers. Um, but it was just so fun. So that was great itself, just driving and, you know, uninterrupted. Sometimes it's so hard, hard to find a moment when you're with your kids 
and you know as soon as you pick up that phone mom 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 you know they need you all of a sudden so it was nice to have that that time and then so we drove um to this beautiful cabin it was actually in Oregon Illinois so they normally don't do I guess winter retreats but they were able to run a cabin because um of the weather so they wanted to be able to start doing offering them more times during the year not just in the summer which I was grateful for because it was just a nice cozy little getaway and totally out of my comfort zone Um, but I was so grateful that I walked in that room and you know never seen any of these ladies before but it I just got the most overwhelming feeling like I had been there before and I just felt comfortable. Everybody's face looked familiar to me, which is just so crazy. And I felt like I knew them somehow. Um, it was just like talking to old friends. And I don't know if it was just, you know, people cut from the same cloth, you know, fellow yogis, people practicing yoga, um, people going, you know, trying to do a little bit of self-care, um, getting out of their comfort zone, stepping outside the box for once. Um, a few ladies just went by themselves, which I thought was so brave. I don't think I could do that. <laughs> um, we had another, you know, pair of sisters there. So it was just a really amazing group of women. And um, so I'll give them a little shout out. Soul Farm Retreats. I don't have any followers, but <laughs> if anybody's listening, Soul Farm Retreats in Illinois is amazing. Um, and so we just started with Uh, just kind of some mingling and it was interesting because I'm not a vegetarian or a vegan but my sister is so it was interesting she you know to try all these vegan foods and of course she was loving it she's like I can't believe you know I can just eat everything here I don't have to worry you know there's nothing I can't eat here which I guess that would be hard you know having special diet restrictions um but the food was great and so we had a little mingling then we settled in um it was so cold there. I will say <laughs> that if I do go back, I want to go back in summer, but if I go back in the winter, I'm just going to pack a few extra layers. Um, I don't know what I was thinking. I, we just had kind of a warm February over here in Pittsburgh. So I was kind of in that mindset. Oh, it's not going to be that bad. But my sister was like, that's the only coat you brought. I was like, oh, yeah, this is bad. <laughs> She's like, it's not very warm. Um, so we were cold, but, um, we were able to keep cozy and then of course doing the yoga sessions you know warm us up um after a couple of vinyasa flows so um so we started a yoga session and um the teacher her name is judy and she's just so down to earth so amazing and then there was um her partner shanna she was um gonna focus more on the journaling aspect so that's one thing why we kind of picked this specific retreat is because it was yoga and journaling and that's something I've really wanted to try you know sometimes you have things on your list and then you just never try them so I basically forced myself (laughs) to try journaling um but it was amazing and I'm so glad that I did um so it was just a bunch of you know great yoga sessions we had meditations um just really opened my eyes to um, realizing that I really wanted to learn more. I I guess I realized how much I didn't know about yoga. And so I was like, okay, well, this history, you know, the background, um, it's just so interesting. So I decided, I was like, well, I think I'm going to sign up to be a yoga teacher, you know, or, you know, do the training. (laughs) 
<laughs> not be, you gotta go through 200 hours, but to go back to, um, I go back to school, but to go to get that certificate. Um, so that was one thing that I, you know, started thinking about, kind of put that thought in my head. Wow. You know, even if I don't be a teacher or, you know, I just like having the knowledge I feel like would be very beneficial just for a practicing yogi. Um, so we were there, it was over the weekend. We had about five sessions of yoga, about an hour to 90 minutes each. So it was about, I would say five to six hours of yoga, really low impact, which was great. Um, but very relaxing. And then we did some journaling and then we had, we pulled a little, um, tarot card. And then I just now have been starting to get into like this, you know, the Nicholas Tesla, like the 369 manifestation, you know, we're in the age of Aquarius. You can make your own destiny. Be careful what you wish for, because it'll probably come true. (laughs) So I've just been like, just now found out about that. So it was interesting how, um, she explained, you know, full moon. And I guess at Soul Farm Retreats, they do like this beautiful full moon ritual in the summer, which I definitely want to go to. Um, and it's just a magical experience. Um, so she kind of explained, um, you know, journaling and, you know, why a new moon, full moon is a good time to like make a new goal or want to manifest um, something. So we ended up doing a journaling um session about our wildest um dreams and then we also did where we picked um one of the the ladies there she had these angel tarot cards which I've you know you always hear about them but I've never done anything with them but I thought it was so cool so I picked my card and then we were going to do a journaling page where we just write I think she put it for like 90 seconds or something where you just write, you put every thought out, no stopping, just keep going for 90 seconds. So I pulled a card, Cornucopia, which was very interesting because lately we've been trying to, you know, I want to move closer to family, but it just doesn't seem like the right time to move. Um, So, you know, just trying to figure out our future, like where are we going to end up? Are we going to stay here? Are we going to try to, you know, move closer so I just started writing and it was just interesting to get that cornucopia because um you know that's what's been on our minds you know job opportunities new um you know ways to make this happen make that a possibility to live closer to family um and then so that was really interesting to try that and then the um manifesting your destiny and we just had all these awesome art supplies. (laughs) So I had so much fun with that. I always love creativity and scrapbooking has always been my thing. So that was really fun to do. And so I decorated a journal and I wrote a few journal entries. And since then, I actually have been using my journal and I've been taking notes in it. So I'm probably not doing it every day like I should, but I do need to carve out a time of day to get all this done and I kind of want to make a routine so it's not like whenever I get a chance which is all over the place but I am you know taking time for myself so that's been good um so so yeah so basically that yoga retreat was a life-changing experience it was just you know 
new for me, not something I feel like I would have ever done before, you know, to just go meet all new people. And these ladies were amazing. I feel like I learned so much from them. I learned so much from the teachers there. And it just put a little spark in me that, you you know, I can, this is my life. I can do anything I want with it. And it just, I can, I can mold it and shape it and I'm going to make it what I want it to be. Like, I just felt like that, like invigorated by this yoga retreat. And so I guess that's what I did. I came home and, um, we did this, it was the full moon and I, I was kind of scared because it was a little bit new for me. Um, I did the, it's called a full moon ritual. It's not really ritual. It's just, you know, yoga session. But um, with all these kriyas, so basically what you do is you think of your question. And of course, my question is like, should we move? Where should we move to be closer to family? Like what would be the best location? So that was my question. So then you proceed to do kriyas, which are, you know, different moves to move your prana energy. And I don't even know if I'm saying that right. That's why I'm going to yoga school. Um, But you do these different kriyas and you... um, they also had um, like a little journaling session in there too, um, but that was crazy. I'll definitely be doing that again. I just feel like it opened me up to like just full on connection with my higher self, and I really, I mean, for like three weeks, I was just like living in my crown chakra. Like I was seeing it every time I closed my eyes. It was so vibrant. I felt so clear. The amount of clarity, and I feel like I got a lot of information but not exactly the one I was waiting for or looking for, you know, where should I move and when. Basically, I feel like the information that came to me, I feel like it was very important because it validated a lot of fears that I had had previously. And this is what catapulted me into living a no-fear life because the world is very scary right now, but we just have to trust the process. And I know that sounds crazy because crazy things are happening. Um, but I learned from my spirit guides. And the thing is, is like, I don't know who my spirit guides are. I'll just call my higher self, my purple crown chakra, you know, but, (laughs) but it's, I get this information and then after it's validated by, you know, um, actual factual you know information or um news articles or scientific research and concrete evidence that the information I've been given is you know pretty accurate so I mean just to kind of go into a little bit of it so I kind of learned what um um you know, obviously right now it's not a good time to move. It's not a good time to, to buy a home. And I always do feel like a little nervous, you know, sharing some of this, you know, spirituality and, and stuff because I don't know, it is out there and I am so new at all this. Um, but I learned about the age of Aquarius. And one thing that is, I've really been trying to manifest is I do not want to live in the apocalypse. (laughs) And I would say probably about a month ago or two months ago, I was in this meditation during yoga and it was like my higher self came. I mean, I'm totally thinking over here about like probably like, um, my turkey sandwich for lunch. And then, um, I thought something about the apocalypse and then it was like this voice was just like, Oh, you've already lived through that. You've already been there. I was like, so then, of course, I'm like, oh, my gosh, am I crazy? Or is this, like, 
one of my past lives been in the apocalypse but anyways you know who knows about all that stuff but I just have been really like I want my family to be happy like I want us to have a joyous life you know this is my life um and so then I learned about the age of Aquarius which is you know has synonyms you know the Christians in the Bible they call it the millennium the spiritual realm people call it the fifth dimension um astrology calls it the age of Aquarius you know we're leaving Pisces and moving into Aquarius which is shifting the world before I even knew about higher vibrations and um fourth third 3d 5d all that stuff I could feel it I could literally feel it after I had been awakened and I had all this energy um flowing through me and you know I've been doing my yoga just trying to balance myself I was struggling I was going through a dark period you know of my soul awakening and um you know I just had all this like I'm I'm trying to think of a way to describe it I guess like you know pent-up energy vibrations um you know, you feel like a shift. Like I kept, I was like, there's an energy shift. And I don't know if that was just me moving, you know, from my spiritual awakening and raising my vibrations through the Kundalini, uh, Kundalini yoga and all of that. But I felt it. I felt it so strong. I felt there was something going on. And it's like, I could feel humanity is shifting before I knew any of this stuff. And, um, then I started doing some research and then, you know, start finding out, okay, like, and once I found out more about spiritual awakening, but it was just like my intuition just knew something was shifting, which is pretty amazing. Humans, we just know. Even if you're not spiritually awake, you can feel, everybody feels impending doom. Um, but if you really know what's happening, then you won't feel that way because, yeah, a lot of bad things are going to happen. Maybe I'll die. Maybe we'll all, you know, all die, but, you know it's got to happen. This is what's happening, the age of Aquarius. So what is the age of Aquarius? So basically, from what I understand is the humanity, and I may not be explaining this correctly, but humanity is shifting into a new age. So the way it's described, it's a golden age. Uh, We're going to get so much more technology. We're going to have free energy. We are going to unite as a world. Um, That's even, you know, what the predictions, you know, that's what all the predictions are saying. So it kind of gave me more hope that we're not just going to be like wiped out or annihilated, (laughs) you know? So it did give a little bit more hope. And of course, you know, this is just stuff I'm getting through in meditations. Um, So I started researching it. So then I started researching the age of Aquarius. And then I came upon all these videos about it on YouTube, you know, people just talking about what you know the messages they've received through channeling which channeling I'm not sure you know I mean I want to believe in it that people you know but I'm not 100% sold on that um but all these messages about the age of Aquarius and it was just crazy to me because I feel like I got all this information through a meditation so how would I get this information just by myself in a very deep meditation but then there's millions of other people who believe in this stuff too and I've ne- I never heard about it before 
So that's why sometimes I'm like, oh man, (laughs) this is crazy. But we'll find out, I guess. (laughs) All right, so let me take another look at my notes here. So anyway, so that full moon ritual that with the Kriyas that we did, I actually did it with my husband too. And he, you know, he can't really do yoga, but he tries. And I feel like it was really powerful and enlightening for him too. Um, so living in that, you know, I'm just going to jump in. I'm doing everything. We're not waiting mantra that I've been having this year, you know, just do it all. Find joy. Um, I booked a cruise for my husband's 40th birthday and we're going in like two weeks. So just like, we're going to get it done. I don't know what's happening for the, with the world. We're still kind of functioning right now. I'm hoping we'll be okay for the next three weeks. I can just go on this cruise and come back. Um, and then I, this was really crazy. I, was, I just went and got LASIK eye surgery um, just because I feel like it's something that, you know, in case there's ever a natural disaster or something, I just want to be able to see. I want to be able to help my kids. I don't want to be a liability. So I was like really pushed so strong that I need to go get that done. So I did. And that was a really painful, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it was a very painful for me to get that surgery. So I actually am almost legally blind. My right eye was negative 10.5. And then my left eye was a little bit better. I believe it was like nine, negative nine, maybe. Or maybe by the time now it was like 9.5. So I was like right at the cutoff where I couldn't get it. I I wasn't eligible for LASIK, which is a more um, less invasive surgery. And you can recover from it a lot quicker. Um, But I did qualify for the PRK surgery. So I was really undersold on the amount of pain I would be in um, because they told me I could work the very next day. So I just went and jumped in, got it. Oh, this is going to be painless, easy. No, it wasn't. (laughs) I literally laid in bed. I felt like my eyeballs were scratched out. They were so like on fire. It was really painful. Probably four or five days I just laid in bed and just tried to sleep. Every time I slept, I would wake up and my eyes would feel better. So I kept trying, trying, just trying to just sleep for three or four days. Um, and so that was, I don't honestly, I mean, that was for me. I mean, just because the amount of immense pain with no painkillers, they didn't give me really any painkillers. Um, it's pretty up there with childbirth. I don't know. I mean, that was like a really painful surgery. Um, but what was interesting after that is it was only like five days. So I was just able to check the news and like, you know, update things, check my email. I had like 357 emails, um, yesterday. So it had been about six days and honestly, like it is so crazy. I looked at the news, all the stuff on the news. I would, you'd think I'd been in a coma for like a decade, like how much crazy stuff has happened. So I mean, we are like full on force, full speed, headed for a change (laughs) and everybody in the world can see it. So we're just along for this ride and I hope that, you know, everything's going to be fine. Uh, We just have to raise our vibrations, live in unconditional love and let go of that fear because what's going to happen, it's supposed to happen. It has to happen. Your life's already planned out. You chose it all. Um, and this is your path and you picked it for yourself. Um, so yeah, sometimes that's not very comforting because I'm like, why would I do that? (laughs) Why did I choose this? You know, but I've always believed that actually. So that's something that's not a very new belief for me. I believe that, 
you know, there was life before this and we chose to come to this earth. So that's not something that's too far off from, you know, the beliefs that I was um, raised on. Um, So then my last crazy thing that I did, and this is all within a month, um, I signed up for uplifted yoga training. So one thing after I had my spiritual awakening is, you know, I had no idea what was going on. I don't know anybody in my actual personal life who this has gone through, but it's so, or who's gone through this, but it is really funny because (laughs) now that I've gone through it, I can look back at you know certain people they just pop up like little diamonds I oh that person's awake oh that person's awake like I can notice them now it's it's funny um but yeah so I did not know what was going on literally had to google all my symptoms of what was going on and that's how I figured it out literally from google because <laughs> I didn't know anything about this and then you know I was able to get more information to validate you know what was happening what was going on with me um, so I was able to find Kundalini style yoga through Brett Larkin and she was just a very friendly face and you know she just has a calm demeanor and I feel like it was very not intimidating um, then some other you know if you look up Kundalini yoga you know you find those like real um, you know Indians um, wearing all white in the turban and they just look so serene and peaceful and intimidating you know (laughs) um but she wasn't so I was able to really I mean she helped like get my chakras aligned um I also found Rafael yoga I think they're based out of Italy and they're just amazing they um they were the ones um I did the full moon ritual kriyas with um on their youtube (laughs) so um these are both people you can subscribe to and I just, you know, really felt balanced after that. So that was um, pretty much why I decided to uh, go to her yoga school. I looked at other other programs, a lot of different ones. I did a lot of research. And um, yeah, there were cheaper ones, honestly. But I just really felt strongly like, look, this, not saying like she saved me, but her yoga really really helped me get through my dark night of this spiritual awakening and get balanced and get to where I am now. Um, So she was one of the first Kundalini yoga styles that I tried and she taught it in such a way that it wasn't scary and I was able to feel better, balance and unblock, you know, any chakras that were having trouble and just start to feel me again. I mean, not like me, but higher vibrational new me (laughs) I guess you know um so anyways so I signed up for that and I mean that's just a really you know big scary thing because I've been talking about that especially on my Instagram um been talking about that for my you know oh maybe I'll become a yoga teacher or what am I doing this Instagram page for you know I still I had no idea what I was doing this. I just was so pushed by the universe to do it. Um, So I was like, oh, well, maybe that's in the cards for me to be a yoga teacher. So I did notice around here, you know, I did find a really great yoga studio. It's in Southern Fields over here in Pennsylvania. It's called Salt Power, Salt Works Yoga, Power Yoga. No, they have a power session. I don't know. One of those names. Um, But they're just really great. And they offer, my favorite part about them is they offer these awesome pop-up classes They'll do like a dancing yogi or um, chakra healing bowls, you know, sound healing sessions, restorative yoga. Um, we did a flowy yoga where we, you know, it was like kind of like dancing, but to the beat. So it just offers a, a fun variety. 
But I did notice that I wasn't able to find any kundalini style yogas, anything really to do with chakras. Um, So that's something that I felt like was really missing because people can become awakened and you know, everybody has chakras, whether you want to believe it or not, whether you think it's satanic or not. And that's one thing that I always feel like stops me from wanting to talk about this is because people have been so deceived and robbed of all of this information for years. It's been mocked. And even I was just watching Saturday Night Live the other day and it's just like, you know, we've just been accustomed to thinking that, oh, hippies or, you know, they just mock them on every show, you know, oh, I'm just talking to my spirit guides, you know, <laughs> like just mock these people like it's just woo and it's funny, but it's the truth. So, I mean, I guess that's why they put it out there. But now I can look, you know, I do get nervous about it because I'm oh, this is Satan. Like, no, <laughs> no, it's not. Um, you just don't understand. So. But that's one thing that, you know, I was nervous to ask about. Oh, do you do Kundalini? Even at the yoga retreat, for some reason, it was like almost like taboo. Like, are people not allowed to talk about their chakras? Or it could be that people, they misinterpret the Kundalini style yoga for, um, you know, maybe like tantric yoga, which can be, you know, erotic and sexual. Um, Part of Kundalini yoga is that you do hold, you know, it's called, you know, your mulabanda, you squeeze that in. And you do use um, your, you know, perineum and your muscles down there, but that's to lock in your energy. And then you siphon that upwards or, you know, wherever you're needing it in your spinal system. And I don't know if people misinterpret that or if they don't have a full understanding, but, you know, I've been laughed at when I asked about, oh, do you offer any classes about this? Um, And the closest place that might have some, you know, maybe Kundalini style or something. They offered a program called Your Birthright um, and like a basically introduction to the chakras. I think it was like maybe two hours away. So very far from here. And even Googling, I didn't come up with a lot. So I feel like we're definitely lacking in that. So I signed up for it. It was called a clarity call with one of the instructors from the Brett um, Uplifted Yoga from Brett Larkin's um, studio and she just kind of asked me like what got you into yoga and you know what kind of what are you looking you know to do so I did tell her my um you know my spiritual awakening story because I was like she's a yogi (laughs) so she's probably awake herself and if she's not she probably knows a lot of people who are so I felt comfortable sharing it and she was you know she was like wow that's such a powerful story she didn't make me feel weird or anything about it which was great um and I decided to do just the kind of like, I guess it would be the bachelor's degree of yoga. So it teaches all the different styles. It goes over them. Um, and then it also does provide you, you know, if you want to get into teaching and, you know, make a business out of it, um, education on business, you know, the business aspect of it. Um, so I thought that was a really great program to start with. And they do have, you can add on, you know, different programs. And Brett Larkin does really, um, I would say specialized kind of in the kundalini style yoga um and she studied with a lot of um renowned yogis around the world um so I just felt really comfortable I was like you know this is going back to like the beginning for me like why am I going to go take yoga classes or go to yoga school from 
you know, somebody I'm not familiar with or, you know, and I do feel like vulnerable because I do feel like, I don't know, it's just sometimes I I just wonder what people think when I talk about spirituality, but I, I am letting go of that. I think that is something that, you know, I realize like people will look at you like you're crazy, but they don't really judge you. It just literally goes so far over their heads that they're just like, anyways, um, yeah, back to my ham sandwich, you know? (laughs) Okay. That's the second time I've mentioned sandwiches, so I might be hungry. (laughs) Um, but so I'm trying to get more comfortable with it and it's easier said than done. And so I do really need to, now that my eyes are feeling a lot better, I wanted to do, um, you know, maybe a, a Vishuddha meditation just to focus on that chakra just you know get it out speak freely you know don't be scared this is your your truth and your happiness and I I really feel like I like this is it you know I finally figured out how to be happy and that's not something everybody can say that they do um and it's just every time I doubt myself or any of these you know spiritual thoughts or anything about this new um life I guess I it's always validated later by the universe for me so for example I was um I was watching this I think her name's Margaret St. Germain she's on the Gaia channel and she was talking about you know the age of Aquarius and raising your vibration and I could not find I I watched it and then I, I kept looking I wanted to go back to a certain part of it about something you know misplacing it was just something so silly like oh you could lose something in 5d you place it somewhere and then you go back down and then it's gone. So I was like, oh my gosh, I put things away and I lose them all the time. Like, what if that's what's happening to me? Um, so I just wanted to read about that, but I couldn't find it anywhere. I couldn't find the video. I, I tried going through my history. It was like, for some reason, I didn't save my history. And I couldn't find it again at all. And then I went into my audibles and lo and behold, there was her book. If that's not something from the universe, I don't know what is. Because I had two months ago or three months ago downloaded her book on Audibles and I started listening to it, but it was like I wasn't there yet. I had no idea, you know, vibrations, you know, well, I knew about vibrations. I was just getting, learning about, you know, frequencies and um, sound healing and all of that. But it was just, it was, didn't make any sense to me at all. It over my head. I had no idea what she was talking about. So I didn't listen to it and then a few months later go back everything makes the most beautiful sense it is so reassuring and validating that I'm not a crazy person you know how could she think all of these things all you know how could she have all this knowledge that is somehow was put in my head too during a meditation and yoga so that kind of stuff you know it's just it's it's the universe it's just I, I knew I was going to need this book at a later time, and I guess I must have downloaded it. Um, but I keep seeing all these synchronicities. And once you are spiritually awake, it's so amazing because you will you can look back and be like, ah, okay, that's why I did that. That's why I needed that. Or something will appear. And it's just like you start seeing the universe working for you, which is the most amazing thing. Um, just, oh, I need this. Oh, that just kind of falls into place. Like things become easier. Um, but one thing I really wanted to touch on about the Margaret St. Germain was the, um, you know, she was talking about a day of heaven. And so I feel like I finally actually experienced that. 
I feel like I've been, I don't know if I'm always there, because I always, you know, check those things. How can you tell if you're in 5D? <laughs> um, but I feel like I've been there because I had a couple of days, especially after that most amazing meditation and the Kriyas and all of that, just, I had this, I mean, amazing joy. There was no fear, just joy. Everything just felt so good. Like you could literally probably stab me five times and I would still be smiling. And I just, that, that feeling, that is the most joy I've ever felt in my life. I feel like that is what we should be striving for as humanity. And if people are living in that vibration, I'm telling you, we wouldn't need police. We wouldn't need a government we wouldn't need, we wouldn't get sick. Like, oh, it's just so crazy to me. And it's coming. The age of Aquarius is coming. I truly believe that we are going through a shift. You can feel it. You can see it. So I will be starting my yoga training in May, so it just seemed like the perfect time. Um, like, let's just get it all done now, let's get it out of the way, and I just feel like so far this year has been going by, um, and it actually hasn't really been feeling like it's been going by fast, but it's been super fun and eventful, so that's been good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so in conclusion, you know, I, of course, um, went off the script a little bit but like I said I just had some bullet points so I feel like I touched on everything um but I just really wanted to share like honestly I feel like the secret to letting go of fear is just gratitude and joy and just acceptance um but that's not something that I feel like is gonna come I mean maybe it could come naturally it never did for me in just like regular life like it had to be through like um spirituality meditation and raising my frequency vibration um, but I am thinking of maybe, you know, maybe digging a little bit more into this age of Aquarius. It's a new thought topic for me. So I want to learn more about it and see, you know, what's going to happen. I did, um, see something about the Mayan calendar the other day, how they weren't predicting the end of the world. They were really predicting this shift in consciousness and this new golden age. So... That would be interesting to see what, you know, does come true, what doesn't. I know there's a lot of people who claim, oh, I'm a time traveler and, you know, um, giving all these doomsday things and they've been passing and it hasn't happened. So I just feel like, like, this is good. I, I just feel so good about everything. So I hope you can too. I hope you can stay positive. I hope you can jump into life with no fear. Um, again, I just, you know, hope this podcast will reach somebody who needs you know, just a little bit of encouragement, you know, I feel like the spiritual realm is a new and exciting, fun thing to navigate, and there's so many things that I feel like I'm finding out and discovering that I, you know, didn't know, and I feel like your likes and your interests change, I mean, I just got this, like, box of rock crystals off at, you know, from this, like, shaman on Etsy, (laughs) and it's just, like, you know, it's just so different of a life but it's just great and I like I laugh but I just love it because I feel like I'm just embracing like 
everything, you know, the changes, if it's like my, you know, my interests or my likes, um, but, and who would have ever thought, you know, stones and crystals really do hold like pretty strong vibrations. I mean, I could feel the difference holding, you know, so she's good quality stuff. So I don't know if she's a shaman or a witch or I don't know, but very nice. Um, very nice. So, all right. Well, I guess I'll leave this podcast here and I just wanted to close it up. I got a little bit interrupted there for a second. Um, but I hope this podcast will reach you. I believe if you're listening to this podcast, the universe has brought you here for a a purpose, brought you to my podcast so you can feel that you're not alone, that this may be totally out of normal for you or, you know, out of your comfort zone, you know, because you've been living the quote unquote normal, you know, life, right? Your normal life until now, until now you've become awakened because that's what's happening to everybody (laughs) so if it finds you you're meant to listen to it and thank you um hope it can help hope it can be relatable that's all i'm trying to do all right well hopefully next week i can (laughs) come up with another one until then keep practicing your yoga and be in peace namaste Thank you.